Welcome to another episode of From Panel to Podcast, everyone. I am Andrew Reiner, joined as always by Phil Hoff. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here. I am dripping wet. Yeah, you are squeaky clean. Do you use like hard soap? Are you kind of a lather guy, like from the tube or uh, canister? I don't know what those things are. Yeah, man, I'm a body wash kind of guy. I recent I shouldn't say recently evolved into that. Back when my girlfriend and I first started dating, um, I had ran out of soap at the apartment that I was living in at the time, and I said, hey, while you're at the store, would you grab me some soap? And she bought me some like liquid, uh, like Irish Spring type of stuff or whatever. And ever since then, there's been no looking back. What do you use? What's your brand? Um, recently, I've been using something by a company called Dukes. Uh, I think it's called Dukes or Duke Cannon or something like that. I don't know. Um, weirdly enough, I get it for free at work, so I use it. <laughs> okay. Duke Cannon, well, that's what it's called. We're not alone today, Phil. I know. This is exciting. We have converted someone to the Something is Killing the Children family. Carrington Martin, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be here. He has now gone back and purchased issues one through five. He got the new re-releases, Phil. Nice. Uh, who's that? David Mack? David Mack, artist. Yeah. Yep. But he did start with issue 21, as we recommended, and then had to go back and see how things were. Carrington, what do you think of this thing? Is it the greatest thing you've ever read? So as a person who's just now getting into comics, thanks to you two, this was a great way just to start off because good Lord, you guys were not joking how great these comics are. I don't have words right now. See? Yeah, it it, it leaves you breathless. It's so good. It's not all spandex and capes, my friend. It's not all spandex and capes. It's monsters and dumb children. That's what we like. (laughs) Carrington, you're just starting out. But Phil and I, you know, we got to go through some books, but we're going to we're going to try to sell you on some stuff here. So we're, oh we're going to see what you think of, of some of these books. Phil, I'm going to turn it over to you first for your book of the week. I have a feeling it'll be the same one. We'll definitely talk about Fantastic Four because we're both still alive. So we both yep. read that, apparently, because <laughs> um, it gave us a warning. You're going to die if you don't read this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We read it. Anyway, what's your book of the week? Uh, my book of the week is not necessarily going to be my favorite thing that I read this week, but it's going to be the most innovative thing that I read this week. Ooh, interesting I angle. I'm going to give a huge, massive, gigantic shout out to Kyle Higgins and his book, Radiant Black Number 15. Ah, I know. Yes. Go. Go it, forth. It did something that I've never seen a comic book do before, and it kind of blew my mind, and this is not going to spoil anything. I know that some people aren't necessarily big Radiant Black fans because all the characters look the same. The storyline really, it does evolve quite a bit. But in this comic, they go back to Lockport, Illinois. I believe it's Lockport, Illinois. To Well, actually, it's kind of just where it all is. Uh, but they're filming a, a movie, a short film about Radiant Black and what happened with the fight outside of the pizza parlor slash bank heist type of a thing. And there's you get to the point in reading and there's kind of the debate about if it's a sellout move or not for for the main character to do this. But you get to a certain point in the book, and there's a QR code that comes up. And you scan the QR code, and it takes you to a YouTube page where they actually show you a five-minute version of the short film that was produced for this for the, for the yeah. comic book. I thought it was the most genius thing that I've ever seen as far as comic books go for being innovative. I loved it. I adored it. And I hope more books take advantage of things like this. Yeah, the production of that, too, was really good. And Outstanding. I was, I was shocked by it and how they put all that together. I would say that's a key issue for people. Carrington, write this down. You got to go buy that tomorrow when the, your oh, comic book store opens. I'm definitely writing that down. 
We're basically thought, turning you into a, a mule. We're going to see how many comics you could buy. We're just going to load you up, okay? The one I'm going to recommend this week is Grimm from Stephanie Phillips and artist Ooh. Flaviano. From the first page to the last, this thing is smoking. Yeah. They are not messing around. I worry it's moving too fast, Phil. And yep. it kind of is starting to feel like a five or six issue comic. But they need to take their time. Stephanie, slow the hell down because you have something that's very much like something is killing the children. You have a book that just grabs us and is just fantastic with the characters, how it's so different than anything else out there. That opening shot, Phil, I was just like, whoa, this is happening. And then it goes back to them just on the boat, just having a very human moment after something that's very dark and disturbing and really kind of shakes up their universe. I have no idea where this is going to go from that moment, right? Before it was just like, oh, we can kind of spoil one thing is she interacted with someone that was alive in the real world. You know, she's a reaper. Which is a no-no. She shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And for her to be able to do that is is kind of a dark omen within their dark ranks. And that, that's where I thought the story was going. But that's not really what happens here. There's something much bigger afoot. And she might have kind of unleashed that. And I can't wait. I, I really want to see see what's coming next. That's definitely my my book of the week. Carrington, you got to buy those. There's two issues. So you got to buy it. issue one and two. So we got you at three okay. books right now. All right. I've written them both down so and far. Full disclosure, this has crept its way up into my must-read books after only two issues. Like you said, it's got that Something's Killing a Children vibe. They're doing some very, very big universe building, and I'm going to be super bummed if it's only a five-issue series. And another thing, Phil, that I don't want to end... Wolverine. <laughs> oh God, it's fantastic. It is so fun. Wolverine issue 22. This is basically a buddy cop book with Wolverine and Deadpool. Carrington, you're going to have to buy the last three issues. Please tell me more. I'm already sold. Yeah. So you need uh 1920 or no, you need 20, 21 and 22. Right, Phil? I think that's yep, the that's beginning right. of the Deadpool run. Yeah. It, basically, it's Deadpool wanting to be an X-Men. And wanting to be Wolverine's friend and Wolverine not wanting any of it and just using Deadpool as as a meat <laughs> as like, puppet. Yeah, as a meat puppet and a device for helping him get out of situations, whether that's whether his body's in one piece or not. He's he's very creative with Deadpool and it's the most wonderful thing. Cancel the regular Wolverine series. Let's just keep this going. Call it Wolverine Deadpool. It's the best thing there is. Hands down. Yeah, this series is making me chuckle very, very heavily, and I'm thoroughly enjoying the abuse that Logan is dishing out on Deadpool. Um, there was a scene with the claws in the head that I'm not going to go too further into detail about that. Like, I just sat there and I was like, what, really? And then, like, all the X-Books kind of have these, like, I, I don't want to call them linear notes, but they've got these notes, kind of these note pages that are inside of the yeah. book. And Deadpool kind of scrolls over them which is also really, really amusing because every time I read an X book, I usually don't pay any attention to those because it's all just fluff and filler. And I don't, I don't really care about the X-Men all that much, but these ones I'm actually reading because you're getting the Wade Wilson take on it. Yep. And it's, it just feels like something different, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it is just a distinct thing. Let's get to fantastic Four, Carrington. When you go to the comic shop, you got to buy fantastic Four number 44 or you'll die. That's yeah, we just, we want you to learn. Fantastic Four number 44. Yeah. Writing that down. We're so, not responsible for any, giving you any money, by the way. Like, no, <laughs> it's all on me. This I is an unpaid podcast. <laughs> Fantastic Four, forty-four. Did you understand it, Phil? 
Um, for the most part, yeah. You know how I get with cosmic things, though. I kind of tune out because it's all too big for my small little brain. Yeah. I obviously we can't go spoilery with this because what happened even in my small little brain seemed like it was huge. It's gargantuan, and this has been going on for like the last four issues. So we can talk about the beginning of it where Reed Richards has the Watcher power, or he's kind of starting to turn Watcher esque, and this one kind of plays out all the way to the end of that. Right? Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, definitely. And then next issue, we're really going to see what this means for the universe. And when they say this is has implications for the entire Marvel universe, if they set this stage the way I think they are, it's going to be bonkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really going to be, it's going to be weird. I don't know how they're going to explain it in just like a couple panels and other comics. They, they have to do some kind of event to set the stage here. It can't just live in, you know, what is it? The reckoning war? What is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah the reckoning, reckoning war. war. Within the Fantastic Four uh, comic, because that just won't make any sense. <laughs> no, it's definitely not just going to be like a light switch moment where, okay, this happened in this book and everybody goes, huh, okay. Maybe he'll just wake up at the beginning of next issue and just be like, oh, thank God that was all a dream, like Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 2. Uh, let's see, anything else jumping out here? Well, hold on, Carrington, you have any recommendations for books you're reading? So I, I would highly recommend... Dune, The Waters of Canley. Um, right now there's two issues out and they are fantastic, especially if you love the new Dune movie. Um, this is like it, a side story. Yeah, it's kind of like a side story. So Josh Brolin's character, the last time you see him, he's going out to, to battle uh, when um, Arrakis is being attacked. So it picks up like literally right there and then it time skips a year and what he has to do to kind of, it's just him dealing with everything, you know, how a house of Atreides is gone from his perspective. You know, Paul is dead from his perspective and what he's doing to, to cope with that basically. And it is so good. Is it the same writers? Do you know, or is it, did they just kind of say, Hey, here's the territory you can work with. We'll make it canonical. It is from Brian Herbert, who is the son of the guy who wrote the original Dune. Huh. Oh. Um, so it, it's, trust me, you will not be disappointed with it. It's, it's excellent. I can't recommend it enough. Because when I went and bought a bunch of comics about a month ago now, um, I picked this up and I was like, it was the first one I read and I'm glad it was because it was just, I could not put it down. And I'm like, when's the next one? And the second issue just came out like a couple weeks ago, so. I had to pick it up. All right. Well, you sold me. I have no idea what the hell you were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's taking notes. Arrakis? <laughs> yeah. Paul? I saw arachnophobia. What? Does that count? Hey, Phil, speaking of your, your dumb small brain. Yeah. Jurassic League number two came out. Uh-huh. Wonder Woman has an invisible jet that's a Pteranodon, <laughs> and it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best and stupidest book to happen in such a long, long time. And again, bummed that it's only, I think it's six issues. It is six issues and we're too yeah. into it. And it's great because the Superman character, I don't remember anybody's names in this, unfortunately, but the Superman character can actually speak human and Batman can't. And there's a tag along for Batman <laughs> who just wants to be helped. And holy crap, do I adore this book it is dumb good fun that's capitalizing on the new jurassic park movie and i am so thankful for it yeah carrington you need to get these jurassic league okay. two issues out 
I'll have, I saw them. I've seen them at the comic book shop. Well, I've seen them. them. Okay, I will buy them then. <laughs> do what we do. Just buy everything you see. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Obviously. Let's see another one that I liked. Ah, uh, let's 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 get a little negative here. Captain America: Sentinel of Liberty, number one. Didn't care for it, huh? No, it. Boy, it was super heady and just rah rah America too much. Yeah, I like I Steve Rogers in this role. He's one of my favorite heroes ever, and it, I just was just like, eh. I liked the uh, some of the stuff with Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. that kind of banter, but yeah, it was it was just a little too much for me. I hope I, I'll be back for at least two more, but I don't know if I'm going to stick around with this one, Phil. It's Captain America. You're not going to buy all of them? No. Yeah, I might might machete this one. Wow, I've got a bunch of books on my machete list currently. I am ready to start hacking and slashing because I walked out last week at way too high of a price tag, <laughs> and I'm not even done reading yet. Hey, Carrington, you got to buy Captain America. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I'll go pick it up. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, there's okay. Go ahead. There's another one I really want to get into. I was just going to say really quickly again, Nightmare Country did not disappoint the slightest bit, and it's the creepiest cover so far. And we're just delving deeper and deeper into that entire universe that's happening there. Yeah, uh, again, who's Tinian on the cover? Out of the, uh, what the, I don't remember his name. It's the guy with okay. eyes for mouths and mouths for yeah. eyes. Yeah, well, he's eating a steak. He's eating a steak it's, through his left eye. Yeah, and it looks like it's medium rare. Uh, no, that's bloody as hell. That's how I eat my steak right there. That's rare. That's just rare. Yeah. Gross, dude. Yeah, there's, there's a little. There's no pink. That thing's just seared on the outside and just <laughs> oh. moving on the inside. And that is that's exactly how a perfect piece of meat should be cooked. The I'm going to say this is a key issue, a shocking key issue. Savage Spider-Man number four. Oh, yeah. Like this series has just been silly and fun having this giant spider running amok with Baron Zemo. Just kind of being almost Hulk like it can't really communicate. Now it's got like Peter's back in charge, right? Like Peter Parker is back in charge of this thing and has shifted forms, Phil. Mm hmm. Somehow transformed, <laughs> but now has a kick-ass new suit, which I hope they put in the new Spider-Man games because it's, I, I really do think it's one of the cooler suits because you have like the multiple eyes on it, yet it still fits within the same, I hope, you know, the white eye structure. I just think it's a really striking uh, look and and I have a feeling this suit's going to live on. This character, this version of this Spider-Man is going to live on. I sure hope so. And again, it's too bad this is only... Well, actually, it's probably a good thing this is only five issues because it's so over the top and goofy and silly. <laughs> but there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on in it that I've I've found to be pretty entertaining and enjoying. Carrington, did you write those down? I wrote it down. Okay, Looking great. at the cover, it reminds me of Man Spider from the animated series. In the yeah, uh, yeah, similar enough. Uh, Phil, any other books? Um, off the top of my head, no, but like I said, I haven't even made it. I've had a really silly work week this week, so I haven't really made it through everything. I've got one that's sitting next to me that I'm really looking forward to opening up. And I went again, I'm a sucker for anybody who tells me to buy anything, which Carrington be smarter than I am. I bought the, uh, the passageway written by Jeff Lemaire, which is hardcover, uh, $17 issue, but it looks to be about the same size as what a normal trade paperback would be, but it's in hardcover. And I'm looking forward to getting into that just because most of Lemaire's stuff that he writes is absolute gold. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. He's one of the best storytellers, like consistently with new ideas too, which is really hard to do. If you think about it, he just keeps creating new universes. I also really recommend Phil, uh, sweet tooth. 
That's really? one of his most popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then watch it on Netflix, too. Well, that involves watching things. Yeah, I'm going to use that as a segue, a really sexy segue over to Carrington again. Mm-hmm. Carrington's been watching Ms. Marvel. Oh. The, the newest MCU show, a coming-of-age story of a new character, Kamala Khan, turning into a hero. Carrington, what do you think of this thing? I am absolutely loving it, and I'm not joking when I say this. Every single frame of that show it is wonderfully done. Um, I love how, like, when she is feeling something, you're seeing like animated drawings all over the place. Um, I think that's it's super fun. I can't wait to see where it goes because um, it's only I think it's a six episode season, like the way Moon Knight was. So we don't even have a villain yet with the, with these two episodes, but I'm still loving every single second of it. I need more of it, and I need it now. Yeah, it reminds me of like a Peter Parker origin story. The thing that makes it different is she's always wanted to be a hero. She worships Mm -hmm. these heroes. You know, it's her dream to become a hero and she actually becomes one. Usually it's like the unknowing person becomes a hero and then they got to deal with the new responsibilities. She's just preparing herself for this, hoping someday she she can be that person and she ends up being that person, right? Here's Mm -hmm. the great news, Carrington. Yes. After this six issue or six episode run, she's going to be in the next movie, Marvels, with Carol Danvers. So you will have, so this origin story will actually bleed into that next Captain Marvel movie, which I I think is just fantastic. Because me and my parents were talking yesterday and we were like, we hope we get to see, like, even if it's a cameo, but she has to meet Miss Marvel now that she has powers, you know? Or, Or I'm sorry, Captain Marvel. She has to meet Captain Marvel. Yeah, you got to assume Captain Marvel is going to be in one of these episodes. Maybe that's how they end it with the post-credit stinger uh, after episode six. It's a long wait for that, but yeah, I don't know. Phil? Um, Yeah, I've got a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. So me not being the huge Marvel guy and doesn't really comprehend and grasp everything that's Marvel. um, This is going to be this is an origin story about her. Yes. Yes. Is her origin the same as it is in the Avengers video game? Yes. Okay. that's cool. To a degree, like you get this, it, it branches off. This is a lot more drawn out, right. more dramatic team drama, a lot more side characters. Whereas the the video game just kind of honed in on her and then got it to the Avengers pretty quickly, right? Right. Um, and her being this the newest member, this won't ever touch that ground, but it does kind of have some of the similar threads of her going to the they you know avengers con i don't remember the name of the con in this one carrington i think it was just avenger con oh yeah she, she so very a lot of the same stuff there phil you know if you played the game and you now you watch the show it's like oh there's a lot here or even read the comics you know where, where her origins start in the the comics there's a lot of overlap between all of them that's cool at least they're staying true to it yeah and, and he, phil you'll love the way no episode i won't. one oh you'll love the way episode no, one opens with that wonderful song by no, the weekend i won't <laughs> <laughs> any other comics phil from this week that you want to give praise to that uh no, needs to buy because like i said i haven't quite read everything yet the ones that are sitting there there's a couple of number ones that are there which i'm kind of bummed that i haven't had the time to get to yet so i'm really gonna have to truck through this before wednesday because i always feel like oh. such a dirty dirty person you got uh do a power bomb right yeah, I got do a power bomb. I got the one with the giant spider on it sticking its hands into the earth. <laughs> um, I knew I'd sell you on that one. Yeah, it doesn't take much. You know this, man. 
I'm trying to think of what else I've got sitting here. Obviously, it's called the- Endangered, by the way. Yep, and our shop actually had signed copies of it, too. What? Yeah, they had like little notes enclosed inside of some of them. They don't ever tell me anything. That's because we don't talk like to anybody. I'm not a human being. Uh, I haven't read Alice Ever After yet. Haven't read Devil's Highway, Do a Powerbomb. You can fill us in next week on some of those, if any or of them are worth it. Or Seven Sons. I haven't read that yet either. And I also do have all three issues of We Have Demons to read, too. As uh-huh. I look at my app, the uh, League of Comic Book Geeks app, I am currently sitting on 47 issues of comics that I need to read. But a lot of those are just my backlogs from like picking up old Daredevil yeah. comics and old that kind of stuff. So I'm realistically probably only at about eight comics plus half of Stillwater. That's a lot, though. I, I think I'm at about 30, and most of those are Revival and Chew. Yep, five of mine are Revival as well. It's one other. I, this is why I got to quit spending as much money as I do at the comic <laughs> store, is so that way I can read all this stuff. It's the greatest thing. One other book I want to heap a little praise on is Iron Fist issue four. Mm-hmm. It's just nonstop action. It, it's good fun. And it, again, kind of has that breezy light coming of age story of a new hero finding his footing, and it's quite good. Let's see. Let's move on. Let's let's go to next week's books. Here we go. Carrington, you could just say getting it if you're excited about getting something. Phil, you know the song and dance. You got your pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Parchment. I got my fingers already counted to number six. Great. Now uh, you're stuck. here we go Nightwing number 93 I kind of want to no I'm not Uh, The Flash 783 heck yeah yes I will I'll consume The Flash all day long Moon Knight number 12 getting it of course The Amazing Spider-Man number 4 getting Mm. it Phil is that a no no that was the most definitely oh okay Carrington you gotta get those two um <laughs> x-men number 12 is deadpool in it no but they're still on mars yeah but you even gave up on mars i know but I what feel is like going on in x-men but this is gonna lead into judgment day yeah that's fine whatever i'll start reading at the beginning of judgment day if something cool happens you'll give me the heads up and i'll grab yeah maybe i'll skip this one batman superman world's finest number four i think i'm chopping that one yeah, it's got Green Lantern on the cover, though. I still think I'm chopping it. That sounds good, though. <laughs> I I might chop that one, too. Sorry, Carrington. Wow. New Mutants, number 26. I keep hearing great things about it. I am not really? caught up. Yeah. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 39. Yes, getting it. That's my fourth. Oh, here we go. Something is killing the children. Number 24. Yes, let's go. Let's right, do fine. it. I'll grab it in probably two variants because I'm a jerk like that. <laughs> Immortal X-Men number 23. So what's the difference between the two books? Do you know? They're just all on Mars. This is a different team. It's like a it's Sunspot's team. I don't know. Phil. Who the hell is Sunspot? Uh, he's an X-Men. No, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Batman the Night, number six. Oh, hell yes. No. Catwoman number... Yeah, whatever. Catwoman, number 44. <laughs> Noctera, number 11. Gunslinger Spawn, number nine. Do they put that out every week? Yeah. He was looking pretty cool. He's got a gun. And he's slinging uh, it. 
<laughs> Knights of X, number three. Hmm, weird next men book. Dark Crisis, Young Justice, number one. Yes, Impulse Ooh, is on the cover. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, get it, Carrington. Deadly Class, number 53. Man, that's a lot of issues, Phil. For something I've never heard of, but I'm kind of intrigued but just by the title. Here's a ding, ding, ding. New Fantastic Four, number one. Yep. It's got Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Hulk, and Ghost Rider. So dope. Oh, sold. Awesome. Star Wars Crimson Rain, number five. Yep. Silver Surfer Rebirth, number five. Yes. Yeah, I'll probably grab that. That's the last one, I think, Phil. Thank goodness. Ding, ding, ding. Black Adam, number one. No, because it's just going to be a stupid movie tie. And the only reason this entire thing is launched is because of the damn movie. <laughs> I'm not touching it. I'm not it's falling ding, to this ding, number ding. one stuff. Absolutely it's a not. Ding, it's got ding, the ding. rock, Phil. Who? Yep. The Silver Coin, number 11. Yes, please. You know who's writing that one? Who? Uh, Tinian. Oh, what? Yeah, he wrote... It, was that the Tinian or Zdarsky that wrote issue one? And it's one of the two. I think it's Tinian that's writing 11, too. It's one of the two that's writing 11 as well. I think this uh, is what's being constituted as season three. I love this book. I know I've went off on it in the past, but it's a series of short like horror stories that all kind of branch together that are that revolve around the silver coin that keeps getting passed from person to person. Good stuff. Yeah. I love the silver coin. All right. I might have to get these. This is another series I might have to get. We only find them when they're dead. Number 11. This is Boom Studios. Oh, yeah, right. Boom's like becoming one of my fast becoming one of my favorite publishers here. There's this 11 is, of them. Yeah, it's Al Ewing. Hmm. You know, he does all sorts of good stuff. I maybe I, I might start chasing that after I catch up on Stillwater, which actually I've got all of Stillwater coming. So hmm. how many issues is that? Uh, Well, the first run was 12 and then they did a special and then they picked up at 13 like a month ago, I want to say. And I'm waiting to get the next six issues in before I start it. Radiant Red. Yep. You still reading that? That's issue I, four. I yeah, I keep reading all this Radiant stuff. I kind of enjoy this universe. Rogue Sun, number five. Yep. Ooh, that sounds cool. I like the fact that, I should say, I'm, I'm amused by the fact that you like that book, but are uh, on Radiant Red and uh, on Radiant Black. Yeah, I, they're, they're good. They're okay. Like, this one, it's just, I like the origin story of this kid. This kid's just a punk. He is. And he doesn't deserve it. I don't know. I think there's something interesting about that. So I'm too. still on board. Okay. Uh, Marvel's Voice is Pride number one. Yes. Yeah, I'll grab that. Punisher Warzone Blitz number one. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Newburn number eight. Absolutely. <laughs> Maestro World War M Absolutely. number four. <laughs> Bloodstained Teeth number three. Absolutely. What the hell are you doing to me right now? Oh, we my. just talked about me not spending more money. Oh, we got a ding, ding, ding. Miles Morales and Moon Girl, number one. Ooh. Double Dinosaurs on the cover. Okay, fine. I'll get that. Homesick Pilots, number 15. I Hate This Place, number two. Fables, 152. Yes. What were we going to say about I Hate This Place? No, I thought it was further along than number two. No. Oh, that was really good, that first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting that because I got the yeah, F this place cover. Really good. And I've got the yeah. F this place cover set aside for me again this week. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we're losing our minds. Aquaman and the Flash Void Song number one. Oh. It's a ding, 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 but it looks really bad. Earth Prime <laughs> number six, Heroes Twilight. No. Cowboy Bebop number four. Ooh. Carrington, get off the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> 
Transformers Beast Wars number 17. Do you not read uh, Beast Wars? No, just the regular Transformers. It's just too much. Did they uh, lose the license to that or something I thought I heard? Uh, that's news to me. And so they're cramming a bunch of stuff into a couple of issues and like they're on their, like, their home stretch. Maybe that was Turtles. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. Either one of those is a disaster. I'm going to have to look that up after we're done here. Hellcop number eight. Sheena, Queen of the Jungle number seven. I think we're at the end here. And that is it, gentlemen. I'm oh, at like 50 books. Phil's at like 50 books. Carrington, we've loaded up with at least 80, do- or 80 at books. Least. Yeah. But Carrington, thanks for being on the show with us here. And uh, any other comics you want to pitch or anything you've read? Historic? Older? Uh, at the moment, I don't got anything, but you should go out and read Dune. What is Canley? It's also from um, Boom Studios. Just saying. What? I'm just saying. You can't just sell me on things by saying it's from Boom <laughs> Studios. It's not that easy. It takes a little <laughs> bit more work than that. I just did. Great job, as always, Phil. It's going to be interesting. We got to start listing how much, uh, letting our, no. our listeners know how much we spend each week. No. Because we send those texts to each other, and it's just like it's a moment of just cackling out loud, <laughs> and just and then immediate depression. I um, hit triple digits last week for probably the third or fourth week in a row, and I hate yeah. myself for it, and I love myself for it, and I need to buy more long boxes. And on top of that, I'm chasing Department of Truth variants like a crazy person. Oh, you are in the mail like yeah. every two days or so. And I had a bad day at work today, so what did I do? I ordered a Pulp Fiction variant of Department of Truth to cheer myself up. That's how I cheer myself up, is by buying stupid variant covers. Why do I do this? Because you love yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And on that rant, hope everybody out there is doing well. We'll see you in seven days. Thank you all for everything.